0: To all, today we're going to learn Maseches Shabbos, Perak Chafalef, Mishnah Beis, Mishnah Gimel, and today's Mishnayos are being learned. They should be bent with a sachet slachad ziat. Good health, partner, also b'shefan, cult of sala, and b'schos. She should be zechin of hands, receive Kogun kagun, be mamish. And Mishnah Beis, we continue talking about tilto muktzah. A stone is on top of a barrel, and he needs to get to the contents of the barrel, but the stone is blocking him. He can't pick up the stone because the stone is muktzah. So, he could tilt the barrel on its side, and then the stone will fall off by itself. Now, let's say this barrel is among other barrels, and if he tilts it where it is, the stone is going to fall off, smash into another barrel and break it. So, he can lift up the barrel, and then he can tilt it on its side, and then the stone's going to fall off. A similar case, money which is on a pillow, and he wants to lay down on the pillow. What does he do? He shakes the pillow, and the Mimela, the money falls off. Now, it's important to note that in both of these cases, this is only if the stone or the money was forgotten where it is. He had placed it there before Shabbos, totally forgot about it, and now it's currently Shabbos, so he can't do anything about it. So he's allowed to tilt the barrel to its side or shake the pillow. However, if he had placed it there intentionally, so now the barrel or the pillow becomes a Bostos Ledevra Usser, and he's not allowed to shake it to move it off. The Mishnah continues talking about a pillow. all of Let's say there's some sort of dirt or there's saliva on this pillow. He's allowed to wipe it away with a rag. He's not allowed to pour water on it. If he pours water on it, that's like kibos, so it's like washing it. r. But let's say the pillow is a fancy pillow. It's made out of leather, and there's no kibos by leather. There's no such a thing as washing leather. So then he's allowed to pour water onto it until it gets washed away, and that's okay. Moving on to Mishneh Gimel, now we're gonna be talking about a suda. So a person finished eating their Shabbos suda, and there's a whole bunch of remnants of food on the table, and there's some bones, and there's some shells, What does he do with those? Is he allowed to move them? Perhaps they're moktza. So B'Shamay says, one is allowed to remove bones and shells from the table with their hands. No problem, no iser of moktza. B'Shamay says that no. One has to pick up the entire tablet, meaning one picks up the table and then they shake it off. They're not allowed to actually touch it with their hands because it's considered moktza. Now the Gemara clarifies that really, these shitas are supposed to be switched around and Hill is the one that's Mekal, and Beishama is the one that's machmir. However, the Gemara does say that Hill is Mekal only when these things are able to be eaten by animals, if the bones can be eaten by his dog, or if the shells can be eaten by other animals, so then he's allowed to pick them up and move them. The mission continues, a person can remove crumbs that are less than the size of a from his table, and veseyar shall afunin, veseyar shall adashim, he could also remove Seyar of and Adashim. What's seyar? So literally seyar means hair, but over here it refers to pods. Afunin is beans, adashim are lentils, and this is the pod that the bean or lentil comes in. So he's allowed to remove all these from the table with his hands, behema because it could be eaten by animals. Now moving on to talk about a sponge. svig, a sponge. So im arbe sachiza. David has a base achiza, a handle, which is made out of leather. bay, so he's allowed to wipe his table with it. Vimlav. But if not, in bay, he's not allowed to wipe his table with it. Now, why is it that it has to have a handle? So we know that when a person has a sponge and he starts wiping something with it, some water will most definitely come out because he's squeezing it with his fingers. Even if he's doing so lightly, he's still squeezing it a little bit. And that's called a psykratia. The water's most definitely going to come out. That's an esr of shita, so therefore, no cleaning the table with his sponge if he's holding the sponge with his hands. However, if the sponge has a handle, so he's not holding the sponge itself, he's holding the handle of the sponge, so then it's not definite, it's not 100% that water's going to come out of it. If water does come out, it's a davr she'in He didn't intend for the water to come out, and therefore, it's permitted to wipe down his table with a sponge that has a handle. Now, vacham, vacham, the clarify, and they say, b'ankach, v'ankach, whether we're talking about a sponge with a handle or without a handle, nital b'shab. It's allowed to be moved on Shabbos. If the sponge doesn't have a handle, he just has to make sure to move it when it's dry so that he doesn't squeeze water out of it. But the sponge itself is not muktzah; It's considered a kli, so it's allowed to be moved on Shabbos. However, vein it toma, it's not something that could be toma. Even though a sponge is a kli, it still can't be toma. And why is that? Because the Pasuk tells us that the only type of kalem that could be toma are kalem that are made out of wood, sackcloth, metal, earthenware, or leather. And a sponge is not made out of any of that, so therefore a sponge cannot be Kabbal Toma. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Parag Chav Beis, Mishnah Aleph and Beis. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.